0: Welcome to the Hog Call Podcast. This is Chad. And this is Tim. Be sure to subscribe to the Hog Call on your favorite podcast directory. iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, Stitcher, whatever you'd like, we're on them all. The Hog Call is only live, real-time, uncut, uncensored, razorback podcast. Created by fans for fans. Friend us on Facebook at Hog Call Podcast or... Follow us on Twitter at Hog Call Podcast. Chad runs the Facebook page and Tim runs the Twitter page. Support the Hog Call Podcast by helping us spread the word. Give us a five-star rating and leave a comment, even if it's just Go Hogs. This will go a long way to allow other Razorback fans find the podcast more easily. If you'd like to throw a tip our way, you can support the podcast financially by clicking on the link in the show description. We're counting on fan support. Do you have something Hog Call Nation needs to hear? Leave a voicemail by clicking the link in the description below or send an email to hogcallpodcast at gmail.com. Well, it's good to get that mess out of the way. How's it going, Tim.
1: Hey, pretty good. Chad got Razorback football this week.
0: Oh yeah, I'm really excited about it. I think, uh, you know, we're gonna have we're gonna have a wonderful year, and so it's just really exciting to you know see where this takes us.
1: Yeah, hell of a way to start off against Georgia, though. Yeah, yeah we're, the, we're we're finding ourselves in. Uh, trying to research georgia whatever you know the only team in the sec that don't have any don't have a depth chart out or too deep can't find it anywhere don't come out with anything you know we've got a game notes pdf that's like 90 pages longer than georgia's
0: for some exactly. reason we're,
1: we're out here googling todd monken you know what i mean bringing <laughs> up memories of bad memories of chad just like what, what kind of offensive coordinator is he with the bucks you know chad watches bucks every game as a tampa bay fan Oh His yeah! Offensive coordinator a couple years ago, and not memorable.
0: No, horrible. We were we we didn't have a uh, a good offense for a while, and you know it's just really it's really weird when you go up a team against a team like Georgia, and they don't have any depth chart released. They don't have any information released. The only thing that you know you've heard about the team recently is uh, you know how the player that uh, went over to uh, Ole Miss is uh, saying Kirby is being pretty racist or whatnot. And really, that's the most information I guess we've got about him. But, you know, we're going to go in Mm -hmm. with, uh, you know, what we had on him last year and, and try to patch some stuff together for everybody and, you know, bring you a little update on this team.
1: Yeah, and we do have, you know, obviously the Razorback death chart so we can talk about that a little bit too. But uh yeah, I mean, Georgia's kind of like they've been turning over some players to the NFL but they you know, supposed to be competing for the national championship again. With a great defense. So, we'll see. Well, you know,
0: I don't know. Of course, we have to play Georgia. We got to play Alabama all in the same, you know, year. So, it just is what it is. I think You know, we just got to get out there and punch them in the mouth. Uh, It would be nice to to get a W. Could you imagine that? Just upset them, walk away. I mean, look at all the upsets that we've seen in college football already. A lot this year. And uh, we got an opportunity to possibly be, you know, one of those teams. So, fingers crossed that we're just going to come right out, punch them right in the mouth, and, and come away with a W. I know, you know, we probably won't talk about, you know, come away with a win. You know, all throughout the podcast, when we get a little bit more realistic or whatnot, but it would be, it would be wonderful to be able to experience that from as low as we've been and just as high as we would be. You know, after that happened, mm-hmm. it would be wonderful.
1: Yeah, if any year, I mean, why not? Why not this year? I mean, we don't expect it. You know, Georgia's gonna be a hell of a team, but in this kind of year, like, what kind of Georgia shows up? you know mm-hmm. they've got yeah they've got uh, their defense is going to be really good their offense they're they haven't set on a quarterback they were supposed to have jamie newman um who's going to be i was you know not looking forward to that against our uh, uh our defense but you know they're they're between jt daniels who just tra- or just maybe getting medically cleared and uh dewan mathis who's never plays he's a freshman so you know he's supposed to be you know, I'm sure he's a high high recruit. You know, a dual threat guy, but they haven't even settled on a quarterback. Obviously, This Kirby still at being, you know, Thursday, you know, right now, end of the week. Mm-hmm. You got a game in less than two days. Two days. Well, he's trying days, to you know.
0: trying to hoard up that information. You know, not uh, not give it out. I think yeah, it's I a think. I think it's a BS move, man. Especially, you know, going up against. Arkansas, right? Against a a team that didn't have a whole bunch of wins and stuff. You don't need to pull out all the stops and hold your release on your depth chart. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know what's what are you scared of? Pittman? Maybe Pittman knows something we don't.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's we've talked about already, and I I do it every day. Time I think about it all the time, all day. You know. Uh, throughout my day about Razorback back football excited for this team i mean maybe they're scared of felipe frank's coming over here with rakeem boyd and Pittman being a line coach is going to fix the line mm-hmm. you know you've got a talented group of uh, receivers and so um and some solid tight end maybe he is scared a little bit and he's just like you know of course that's, i guess it's the quarterback thing you know he's more the defense but maybe there's some guys that Aren't playing that and it hadn't even came out yet. We just find out, like, oh, Georgia's starting all American defensive tackle, it's just not playing, but hadn't announced it yet, just to, just to mess with Arkansas, mm-hmm. you know, because they're supposed to be so damn good coming off over here. You know, one SEC win in the last three seasons, but oh, yeah, we'll if he wants to be that way, I mean, that's just that's I don't, I don't, I, don't, I mean,
0: he already is, he's being that way, you know, that's what he's yeah. doing, I mean, but. You know, when you're getting called a racist and you're having to defend your honor and all that, I'm sure it takes just a lot of time
1: out of your day. Being being racist and then then that player said player going going to Ole Miss. I mean, my gosh! I, <laughs> yeah.
0: I know Ole Miss is terrible, right? So you
1: sound really good, man. Microphone's working. Sounds good.
0: Oh yeah, I appreciate Sounds it. Last last week my microphone cut out a few times, so uh had to make a run down to Target and get me a new one.
1: I like it. Like it. like it a lot. Sounds good. Um Yeah, I mean uh, so I don't, I don't know if there's any really big surprises uh, of our depth chart kinda of come out that come out that we've kinda of talked about. Well there's, there's the only thing that previous weeks.
0: Well, the only thing that with our depth chart that I thought was, you know, pretty interesting was that uh, there's not an OR beside the quarterback's name at all. Right? Yeah. It didn't say Felipe Franks OR, and none of that. So, you know, we gotta we got a quarterback, guys. We got somebody that we're gonna live and die
1: by, and that's exciting. We're yeah, we're gonna ride him, man. If we start off 0-3, we're still gonna. I mean, Felipe, I don't think he's gonna. I mean, he's going to play well enough to keep playing. But, mm-hmm. And that's with Pittman and bragging on KJ. But, like, it's been, like, obvious, you know, that Felipe is its Felipe's team uh, this year. But, I mean, I think they've talked about doing packages for – or at least maybe they haven't talked about it. But uh, we've, we've talked about another in I mentioned. Like, that's just a good idea to kind of have some KJ Jefferson packages, throw them in there. But it's Felipe's team. And, yeah, there's no or. <laughs> that's that's important. I mean, that's why Pittman released it. He's confident. He's confident in Floyd Beta and guys. But yeah, that's a you're right. that's a. That's, well, that's
0: getting that's back awesome. to getting back to Georgia and, and talking about you know running backs, um, just taking a look at this, you know, Zamar White and James Cook, and uh, you know you got a, a sophomore and a junior back there, so not a lot of age, not a lot of depth you know, back there, so, you know, we'll see, I mean, you know, we got a couple of pretty good running backs, but not
1: as dangerous as we've seen Georgia in the past. Yeah, yeah, they've, uh, I think DeAndre Swift and another guy that's uh, gone on there, but yeah, they're both replacing them, uh, yeah, Zamir White's supposed to, I mean, he had 400 yards last year,
0: Mhm.
1: you know, but he's not. He's just a sophomore, so he hadn't played a lot. He's not just coming in as not a guy you just know like a like oh he's going to compete like when these guys in the uh, recent form, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, he had an ACL tear back in 2018 too on the left knee, so wow. you know. Hopefully, that's
1: healed all the way up. So, too, yeah. And the other right. guys thought it was that scary, Cook and McIntosh. But in the past, even their backups have been like Evander Holyfield's kid, you know? Mm-hmm. So. That, I remember that. So that's their, usually their backup. They're running hard. Do these guys run hard? I don't remember them, you know, obviously. Mm-hmm. You know, they always, they run they run one or two running backs pretty hard for a year, and then, you know, they kind of go on or whatever. But there's no, not one of those returning. It's just no. a big name, but. We'll see this first game.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you, you know. They're going to run the ball. Yeah. You know they're going to run it, I mean. But uh, I just don't know if it will be as effective as what we've seen in the past, which, you know, could be good for us if they have to uh, air it out a little bit more with a quarterback that they're
1: not sure about. Yeah. They do have half of their top ten receivers from last year coming back, and their number mm-hmm. one, George Pickens. Um, yeah. And then, uh, Seniors starting alongside them, but like so that's a strong point. But do they have a quarterback that's that's competent and ready to go by by game one, especially not just later on in the season? You know, these guys are, um, I think, pretty. You know, both five star big. You know, talent. But do they? I mean, are they going to pan out? Is this uh, JT Daniels transfer from USC for a reason? Mm-hmm. You know, he wasn't the starter, so, and he's coming off an injury too. And is I mean we don't know anything about nobody's seen him in college could be stand out could could struggle that first game and be good the rest of the year but you know maybe that's a that's a that's a high point for us you know inner guards you look at the opposite with franks for us but
0: yeah i think you gotta be able to get the ball out there to him. you gotta be in rhythm you got to uh you know you gotta you gotta have that feel for your receivers and you gotta be able to hit them in stride and Whenever they break on their comebacks, you need the ball already coming to them so it doesn't get picked off, things like that. And uh, you know they may not be seeing those things uh, from the QBs in practice, or you know they might they may be more uh, solid about who they were going to run with and start mm-hmm. at this point. So that that's what I'm hoping, and and we can keep it out of the air and out of those dangerous wide receivers' hands, you know. Um, because I think we, we looked at the defense and we talked about, <clears throat> you know, our um, safeties. And that's not something we want them attacking downfield.
1: Yeah, no. got a couple of, uh, uh, well, yeah, Fouché and Catalan, 5'10", 5'11". Mm-hmm. Uh, safeties back there. But uh, I'm hoping for some big years for me. out uh...
0: Yeah, so. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Well, what about the tight end situation? I mean, they're deep at tight end, you know. They so got that uh, Trey McKitty and and uh, Darnell Washington and, and John Fitzpatrick back there. So, you know, you might see a double tight end set every once in a while. You might see a lot of utilization of, of your hot routes and your tight end routes. Yeah,
1: they look well. You know, we talked about them running, but... Uh-huh. But these guys sound like they might be throwing all over the field.
0: <laughs> well, you know, we'll see. Their line is, I mean, they got a nice-sized line, you know. Everybody on their line is a good-sized, you know, SEC offensive caliber lineman.
1: Yeah, we haven't built a lot of those when ours came out. I mean, we're, we're bigger than we have been. I um, wanted to do the comparison on those weights from our line to mm-hmm. this year, but the Georgia's definitely some bigger guys.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like their left tackle, Xavier Truss, is what, running at 330 pounds? Yeah. So, I mean, he's a big boy.
1: <laughs> yeah. And they're always good. they always got some pretty good line. Yeah.
0: The same with their guard. He's also at uh, 330. That uh, Justin Schaefer. Up center also. I guess that's like that's like the uh desired weight at Georgia. He'd be three thirty to be, to be line How much is the <laughs> Trey Hill? Trey Hill's a I'm looking at Hill now, he's three thirty. He says oh, six four, three hundred and thirty pounds. I don't know if I believe I don't know if I believe this. It's just it's just too um consistent across the board. Yeah. Uh, they're, the Justin Schaefer, same thing, three thirty six <laughs> four. No way, no way. Everybody on their line is six four, three hundred thirty pounds. That's a, that just seems like a stretch. Let's see. What was the? They might be airing the ball around. Right? Nobody can get back there. To the QB.
1: <laughs> Golly, they just got hosses. On their roster, Trey Hill six four three thirty. What's in the? That's their official <laughs> one they put out. What's another one? Uh, Schaefer, 6'4",
0: 330.
1: Schaefer. Oh, wow. Hey, 6'4", 330. (laughs) Truss. Xavier Truss, 6'4", 330. 6'7",
0: 330. Okay. Okay, well, they got that wrong. Good God.
1: I think we we measured out barely over 300 as an average. Oh, man. Oh, no, it wasn't... It wasn't
0: good. We were talking 290s and stuff. Well, what about uh, Sharp Jamare Slayer? He's supposed to be that same Six, size.
1: 325.
0: So. All right. Well, I guess he lost five pounds since this roster was put up, I'm looking at. It. And then uh, Ben Cleveland.
1: He used to play tight end for us.
0: Different, Ben, three, three thirty-five,
1: six, six, 335. That's crazy. Guys.
0: That's a big line.
1: Those guys are huge.
0: Wow, hosses.
1: Our guys run. Backups lengthen- are running three twenty. We got a three nineteen, a two ninety-three, a three eleven, a two eighty-four, and a three twenty-five. Godness I gracious. Uh, I own on some of those guys. That uh,
0: Cedric Van Pran, the backup they're there, three hundred pounds. pounds. He's <laughs> <laughs> our our starting line is like their backup in size. So oh,
1: man. That's not it's good. Some of those guys that I'm look I mean they're Freshman and not, not a name, but these guys are still I look at truss, he's a redshirt freshman, he's three
0: thirty, so Yeah, well the good thing is that our defense is uh should be able to get back there and, and wreak some havoc, make some stuff happen. Hopefully, you know, we uh we got a better defensive line that's able to, you know, bust through some holes and, and get back there and hurry the QB a little bit, maybe get some sacks.
1: Yeah, I'm excited about uh especially that starting. I mean, we haven't seen Coates play yet. I mean, he's mm-hmm. in Juco, all in the fall reports for pretty good. They've been bragging on him. Jonathan Marshall and then Xavier Kelly. I'm really excited about him. He's 6'5", 3'11". So he's the biggest guy starting on that defensive line going up against those 330s. Mm-hmm. He's that transfer from Clemson, so he's ready to show, you know. Oh, yeah. I think you really have that starting job. Gerald and Soley, I, I like a lot. I like the defensive line. I hope, man. I've been I've been waiting for one, one of these lines.
0: Yeah, I think you know. I I don't know. I think I think we match up pretty decent with them, honestly. Uh, I'm what what I'm worried about, like I said, is is going to be the downhill threats and you know big plays. Um, yeah. Just just hope we can keep it on the ground, you know, get them to pound it, you know, on us and. And be successful at disrupting the pass.
1: Yeah. yeah, And hopefully we have a competent offense this year that can move the ball and not have the defense going out, you know, three after three and outs and going back out on the field and keeping them fresh will help.
0: Well, that's about yeah. it for the Georgia offense unless we missed anything. I don't think so. I don't think so either. We can move into the defense now. Take a look at these cats. Who oh, we got? Their defensive tackle. Devontae Wyatt. Senior. What's he gonna be? Three thirty? Let's see. <laughs> six three, three oh one. Okay. okay. Got that nose tackle. Six six, three thirty. That's crazy, man. That's uh, Jordan Davis, by the way. Uh, so defensive end, Malik Herring, 6'3", 280. You know that it's like they're the same build <laughs> as our offensive line on their, uh, you know, on their D line. They're gonna. Come out with that three-four scheme, and uh, you know they're really going to stack the the
1: linebackers. So well, well, Davis and Herring are both are both first-team All SEC uh, preseason. So you know those are two of the half the half the first first-team All SEC defensive line is Herring and Davis for Georgia. If they run that three-four, just two of them are All SEC. Yeah. And then you got their backups. That's Julian Rochester. He's 6'5",
0: 300 pounds. You know, really, they're, who they're going to be rotating in, you know, to Ramon Mitchell, uh, 6'3", 3'15". It just seemed like, you know, these guys are, you know, good average players. You know, uh, a couple of freshmen, one senior. So, you got Travon Walker. Defensive end, 6'5", 290. That's the backup.
1: So. Yeah, I mean it's. I mean it's. They're gonna be damn good on defense. You know, they gave up twelve points yeah. per game last year. Mm-hmm. Kirby's a defensive guy.
0: Well, that three four, you know, gives you the opportunity to be able to run the ball. A lot of times you can get it, you know, to the edge a little bit quicker. You know, crashing down on the defensive tackle. Uh, but then you got, you know, you got your linebackers, and of course they're attacking, right, and coming downhill uh, when you run that type of scheme. But where you really have a great opportunity is getting the ball behind those linebackers uh, whenever they're attacking, and uh, picking up those blitzes and throwing a hot route behind them and things like that. Uh, you got a lot of opportunity to make a lot of stuff happen, and I know our offensive coordinator is going to have really you know, dug in on this and understand exactly what he needs to do to attack this defense successfully.
1: Yeah, I believe and he's and he's got a capable guy in Boyd
0: mm-hmm. to
1: to do that too with the speed that can hit it. Um mm-hmm. yeah, hopefully I, I think um hopefully this coach and staff knows to give Boyd the ball more than nine times in a game. <laughs> you know what I mean?
0: Feed him, man. Feed him. If he's averaging
1: ten ten yards a carrier.
0: I'd like, Yeah, I'd like to see some pitches to him, you know, let him get around the end on, on him and just see how many yards he can get out, run it up the middle a couple of times. Um, I think there, there's a lot of opportunity, you know, to run the ball.
1: Yeah, there is. I, I like both Boyd and uh, Traylon Smith a little quicker. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Of
0: course, they're stacked at linebacker, too. Yeah, when you start looking at their defense. linebackers, you know, you got – Seniors, sophomores only, you know. So, just
1: a lot of experience back there at linebacker. Yeah, Monty Rice, senior already. Mm-hmm. He was All SEC last year. He's coming back. Uh, uh, Dean, he had a he played a lot last year.
0: That's a wheelback, right?
1: Then, yeah, I think yeah, so. And then uh, national, one of the national freshman of the year semifinalists. Aziz so uh, Jilari. I mean, he had
0: he five, plays that nickel five spot five and a
1: half wow. Five and a half sacks and thirty six, you know, stops and force fumbles in his first season. So mm-hmm. Smith Walker, Johnson Walker. I mean, all these guys are all SC, all freshmen. I mean, that that is a straight I see, you know. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
1: That's gonna be tough. Those guys can be Monty Rice patrolling the uh, that level, man, it's gonna be tough.
0: Yeah. And Then you got their backups, which also has some, you know, experience. You got, uh, you know, a sophomore, a couple juniors, and then you got one, one freshman back there. And uh, you know, that's probably their link sweet link, link right there.
1: So, so gotta attack. Them. I mean, we've got the receivers to do it. Hopefully, Hudson Henry in the passing game.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That tight end.
0: It looks like I would say their corners are probably, you know, you got a, a junior and a sophomore, so you don't have as much experience um, out on the edge. Uh,
1: so sounds like it. Out of any of those three spots, you know, on the defense, sounds like that's the one to our mm-hmm. best chances at attacking.
0: Yeah, where you got a freshman backing them up, you know. So, yeah. And then you got your, you know, safeties. So, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, A couple did. seniors yeah. at safety. Yeah, I mean, safeties are stacked, you know. Yeah. You got sophomores yeah. backing them up. He's a really good team, really good yeah, defense. Yeah.
1: Better. Yes, perfect. Since Kirby got there, man, they've been top 30, was number one in scoring defense last year. 12 points a game, led the whole nation mm-hmm. in uh, scoring defense, and that's playing in the SEC. And they've got a lot of these guys back. Uh, that's that's pretty.
0: Well, I, de- I definitely feel like their defense is it's the reason why they beat us. <laughs> well, I think yeah, I think the defense is the strong. Uh, suit of their team I think their offense has some questionable points and uh, you know we might be able to take advantage of that but I mean really the thing is is it comes down to can our offensive coordinator find a scheme that works for us to be able to move the ball you know no matter what that is does he has he got a way to move the ball down the field on these guys and if he does you know we can be successful
1: yeah, exactly. I mean, we can't we can't get shut out a couple points when we have some long drives. Mm-hmm. You know, love to see some big plays, too. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see. We haven't seen them kindling uh, the in the leading in an SEC offense, so it's going to be different. But, uh, maybe it just turns out super, you know, super high school Remember how Louisiana whipped
0: number 23 in the nation this year just – all up and down the field. That's what I'd like to see Arkansas just come out and do something, <laughs> something unexpected, man, and just win a game. Just win it. Just it's been too long.
1: Twenty-four Jump. to seventeen. Just like this team, just is like oh crap, man.
0: What did what just happen? <laughs>
1: Golly, what a time! I'm excited. I can. You know, i said that. You
0: know. I mean, do you think that? Sam Pittman has prepped this team better than Kirby Smart with the whole COVID pandemic and all that kind of stuff. I would I mean, say probably. A
1: spring game. Yeah, I mean I I mean I don't know. That a spring game really hurt. Yeah. I don't it, know. It
0: it's tough like... It's tough whenever your first game is a well established team that's been practicing and playing together for quite some time. And uh you just frankly haven't, you know. Your your team's brand new. You hadn't been on the field. You don't know what you're gonna look like out there. Honestly, you you have a you have a good feeling of what you're gonna look like, but you really don't know it until this ball is snapped and and you see what you know
1: what the players can do. So, a lot of unknowns, but I mean that's always you know what are we You can't help but talk about it. That's one of the most exciting times is before the before the season you haven't lost yet so it's just like the possibilities of a season that's my favorite we're gonna get back to it we gotta get better there's just no way we're gonna get it's gotta turn our way why not now why not Pitt and just have it rocking around?
0: I know man I agree same same right here so well I guess we should talk about their special teams because you know those are people too that's what uh, Brewer said <laughs> <laughs> this weekend on Twitter, because <laughs> the uh, oh, Arkansas depth chart came out on Twitter and they didn't have special teams on there. So, <laughs> oh
1: man, well, yeah, I didn't see that. I guess it, I mean, they are stuck. Well, no, we got us it decided on a kicker, but uh, Georgia. Oh, what do we got here? We got a uh, Rodrigo Blankenship. So they got a new kicker. So. Unknown kicker. Maybe he don't know what he's doing. I sure don't. Blankenship. <laughs> yeah, Roderito Blankenship. He yeah, had the glasses. It seemed like he kicked there for years and years. Oh, really? He's pretty good. Hmm. Sounds. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. They
0: got this. Kermita, Jake. As their punter? Yeah. yeah. Bruce Brooks. Kicker. So, I don't know. We'll see. They
1: didn't release anything. They don't talk about that too much. I'm not. No.
0: Well, they got... What is this? They got James Cook in as uh kicker turn, so that's interesting to see, you know. That's... I guess that's my question is, you know, why did, why didn't we have a running back back there but did you see on what we, what what was released for our special teams did they they put a running back at punt return to kick return I
1: don't think they released the kick I didn't see the kick return
0: oh they didn't yeah the what I saw didn't have the uh special teams on there either so
1: No, I imagine it'll be Traylon Burks re- uh, receiving points. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what they were saying. And
0: they got they got this Baylock kid back there, wide receiver, also. Um, so
1: we will see. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm sure they, I'm sure they've got a real, a solid special teams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, do. there's
0: nothing that sticks out. When you look into their special teams, it's like, you know, oh, this is a this is gonna, this is a thorn in their side or just somebody you have to worry about or, or whatnot. But you know, they seem like they're they're pretty good, um, halfway decent special teams. So halfway that's all you, that's all you can ask for, for sure right? Yeah, for
1: sure.
0: <laughs> halfway decent.
1: I can't believe here's a, I can't, I can't believe Kirby Smart. Not only did ha- he hired Matt Luke to be his offensive line coach, he's the associate head coach. Like, wow. Back to the Hall Call Podcast.
0: That's, that's... <laughs> <laughs> he probably told him he had to be that. And like, it was like Nobody. a demand when he... Went there, whatever. When he got hired, I'll come there if I can be the, you know, part-time head coach.
1: he's like, whatever. Yeah.
0: yeah, sure, fine. Yeah, I'll. Everybody knows it's not true. It's like the white from the office.
1: <laughs> he ditched us. He told me he wasn't ever going to try to be head coach. He was half a gym offense line coach. Just ditched me for Arkansas. You know, he's just, uh Now I got to settle on Matt Luke. You know, just because he's got a couple good <laughs> offensive line recruits when he's head coach at Ole Miss, he's going to switch over or whatever. Matt Isn't Luke. It worth it. Assistant to the head coach. Assistant <laughs> to He does look like he'd be right there beside him. <laughs> Kirby all the time. Goodness gracious. Oh, um,
0: so we're testing on the podcast tonight, you know, live stream. And uh, if it goes well, if our beta testers – uh, a couple of long-time listeners say that uh, it was worth a darn. Then we'll, we'll uh, open it up to the public next week. So keep your uh, keep your ears peeled for the Hog Call Live Audio Podcast. Which would be nice, Tim, because like that was the intention when we first got into this, was a live audio podcast that people listen to as it was... Been recorded where there wasn't any you know punches being pulled or or uh it you know, wasn't being tightened up and and things when it was put out and i, I kind of miss that i kind of feel like we're getting away from you know what we originally intended when we got this thing started
1: yeah i, do too. I agree i like the laugh i mean you got to bring it and, you know you can't keep screwing up like i always do you just got to deal with it it's live you know, people forget if they can't go back and, well, they can't go back once it's two, so it'll be a podcast, too. But, mm-hmm. you know, at that moment, if they're just listening live, they'll forget the mistakes. So I, I would hope everybody
0: would, you know, grab a beer, crack it open.
1: For
0: sure. 9.45 on a Wednesday night, and you got nothing else going on. Maybe you got another game in the background, and you just listen to hog call.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of sports on right now. It's probably the right time. Just people just like, I don't feel like listening to this broadcast, or I don't, you know, I don't care if it's such and such, such and such. A lot of sports going on right now. Well, Let's do the hollow call. Or as your pregame to, uh, well, no, we like to listen to a lot.
0: I guess we should do a prediction. All right. I think I'd definitely pregame. I think that's a great suggestion I mean just so everybody's on the same you know plateau when we get into this thing I'm sure
1: you listen to it if you are going to listen to it for the game
0: and post game
1: hmm. What's this is here wow We're not planning the week. This is week one. You got that week one. Um, What's your prediction, man?
0: Man, goodness. Um, I I think I'm going to have to say Arkansas Razorbacks 24, Georgia
1: 34. That's a solid one. I like, that. I like where the points are headed in that in that general direction. Just want to see a good fight. Just like to
0: be in it during the fourth quarter.
1: Yep. Yeah. I'm going to go... I'm going to go... You know, that's a struggle. Man, I'm going to go 22... 31...
0: Georgia with the wind. Goodness gracious, wait I don't was, like I it. I don't like when I have to do these predictions like this, man.
1: Yeah. I already, I mean, we already Can went we, crazy with the wind. Totals. I mean, that's a
0: good. I mean, that's a good prediction on both our parts. But what about the Homer prediction? What's your Homer predict, prediction like? When you wake up on Saturday morning, and you know you've hammered out four beers, you got the Pork bud on the smoker. You know, you're just getting everything right where it needs to be. It's hitting that 1130 30 mark. Mm-hmm. Coffee, you know, that you put in your beer, starting to really kick in. What's 41, your. 41
1: 24. 21 24? Uh, Arkansas. 41 41, 41. Oh, Homer prediction. That's my homer prediction. Jesus. Yeah, I keep getting excited 17th. about this offense, man. I
0: mean. I'm going to go 17-21 Arkansas for my homer prediction. 21-17? Mm-hmm. But realistically, we probably won't win. However. I no, mean. If we do win, it's probably going to be on the ground. It's probably going to be because we'd have slowed them down. They wasn't able to score as much as they were like to. And we were able to eat the clock up, stay in it, and, you know, win it right at the end.
1: Man, take – I mean, I know I know it's all – I mean, it's easy to say that for every game, but if we just take care of the ball, like, don't – no turnovers. Like, don't have a drive or moving it down the field. Mm-hmm. Boys running, you got Burks and knocks everywhere. Felipe's in rhythm, and then just one of them cough the football up, or Felipe just errant throw, or just something like, ah, oh, it's like why we didn't need that, you know? And yeah, could have settled for, you know, or a third down, or settled for a field goal or something. Just don't need any of that. Just,
0: I think, I think I'm okay with it. Like if Felipe is is trying to hit, you know, a receiver. And it's just like being defended perfectly, and and it, it's picked off more on the defensive effort than it is an errant throw. Then I'm okay with that pick, right? It's whenever yeah. you look like you know you're throwing it directly to the other team that uh, yeah, we saw that last couple of years. and I don't want to see that
1: anymore. Yeah, if it's Georgia making a play rather than just. A- mm-hmm. Like a good play, man. We're actually gonna have a quarterback this year. What's it gonna be like, just having, you know, a game where you're just like, I trust this guy or make make decisions.
0: Like, I mean, we got a good quarterback. We got a quarterback that had some success at Florida. That's had the coaching from the coaching staff at Florida, which is a good coaching staff, good team, uh, and was able to continue his tutelage. At the University of Arkansas, under another great coaching staff. So, to be in the situation we're in, we're really going into it with a great quarterback. Um, I know that's a stretch to say, but I don't know. I just I just really like this kid. I think he's I think he's going to surprise some folks and what he can do. His abilities are so far above what we have had in the past couple years. I think it's going to be really surprising. Um, to a lot of folks.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm so excited. Yeah, I'm excited to see that. Just the difference. Um, just some talent and coached and just uh, bringing in Hicks and Starkle last year was just a, <laughs> a mess, man. Yeah, well, and the way we
0: nice. utilized them didn't make a lot of sense, and the way we used our running backs didn't make a lot of sense. We never opened up the pass with the run game, and. You know, I said it over and over again. That's what we needed to be doing to win that. And we could have, but we just absolutely coached in the opposite direction of what we should have coached. And, yeah, I don't see that continuing. I just don't. Oh, yeah. I think Barry Odom's can come in and, you know, put the smack down with his defense, or at least I hope so.
1: Yeah, and you know the thing about the defense—we've got a lot of guys that that's played. Like some of our guys, like even if they're red or sophomores, or there's some guys that's played a lot of minutes in SEC games that were thrown out there, and now you know uh, maybe it's going to pay dividends.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, bumper—I I trust bumper pulled, but. Um, lead that defense man you know he's shown a lot and he's a guy that's started a lot of games and played a lot since his freshman year
0: i'm excited to see bumper pull get a little bit more you know time be able to get out there and, and do a little bit more so i think that uh i think that's gonna be good for him but he he was already a great player i mean he's already making things happen you know in a in a horrible situation so it's gonna be nice to see him be able to get some really quality coaching and Be able to, you know, get out there and, and, uh, you know, make some stuff happen.
1: Yeah. Excited about the linebackers, excited about the defensive defensive line. And then, I mean, yeah. I mean, these guys, Hushay's played in a lot of Started every game last year. Mm -hmm. Pretty safe as a junior. Um, Monteric Brown, he's played it. I mean, he's a junior. He's played all, all three of his all of his first two couple of years. Mm-hmm. Greg Brooks, he's a sophomore. As a true freshman, was thrown out there last year. Um, so this guy's with a lot of experience. He's played. I mean, this defense is maybe you know maybe a year away from being really good. But I mean, you also got some seniors on this team that want to, like Jerry Jacobs, that uh, Brad transfer senior from Arkansas State, um, over at cornerback. Um, and Grant Morgan, who's named captain, you know, linebacker, and mm-hmm. Xavier Kelly transferring over here. So we've got some seniors on the defense. It's maybe even some junior. Uh, Gerald coming back after he missed all of last year mm-hmm. uh, with the season-ending injury.
0: Yeah, that'll be nice for him to be able to get out there and show what he's got, especially after that, you know, because he went
1: down early. So. Yeah. He's got a lot of a lot of upperclassmen on this defense. And you got Odom. Odom's, I mean, he's not there to stick around 10 years as a defensive coordinator. He's hes wanting to show, you know, he's uh, by his time. He'll really have some, you know, some badass years as a defensive coordinator and get him another head coaching job. So. I,
0: yeah, I don't blame him if that's his goal is to move into a head yes. coaching job. But look at all these head coaches that have went to the head coaching level, sucked, and then became, you know, offensive coordinators and stuff. A whole lot of them have done that in the past, you know, two years. And I don't know. I, he's going to have to go to a smaller school or something. I mean, even if he does have success, because you're, you're always going to look back and be like, you know. Or you can yeah. get lucky like, uh, like, uh, you know, Orgeron down at LSU. And just everything can fall into place, and all the dominoes can could just be perfect. And you can get a second, you know, head coaching job where you're, you're out of school where you can really succeed, even though you suck super horribly bad when you did it the first time over at Ole Miss, you know? Um, so, and you get, I mean, he's back at his home state. I mean, there's just so many variables that allowed him to do that. I don't see these other coaches who didn't cut it going unless they go to a a smaller school unless you said maybe they're just amazing or something as a defensive coordinator but it's just kind of what they're viewed at at this point
1: right okay that's i don't know i don't know i was saying my thing was i I was more open as a fan that he has really like badass like we're shutting out all kinds of people it's just like oh somebody's gonna hire him you know
0: that would be cool. Like
1: He's easy. just like, I mean, because he did that. I mean, Missouri was his alma mater, and they fired him, and he wasn't that bad, bad for Missouri football. That's you know what I mean? True. Yeah, that's true. No, so it's not exactly. So he might not be like looking for it. I was saying as a fan, I was like, oh, I hope he, has, hope he has some years. We'll That'd be nice. Like, three, he, gives us points tr- a game.
0: he gives us like three amazing years, and then he gets hired by, like, Auburn because they're firing Gus finally, and then he just runs Auburn right in the ground.
1: Right in the brows at that point. So we will saw this year be definitely really good. Next year, and then win a national championship that year three, and then both of them probably get head coaching jobs. But our recruiting class, we're we're getting the best coordinate young know, up and coming coordinators. Yeah, well, things I- to replace them. But I guess we got to start with Georgia first. Or what if what if this scenario
0: happened? What if we went out there and we filled it a- up? really good team this year and we really competed and then next year maybe we win a national championship and the coaches are like let's just keep riding this train and getting these raises and these bonuses right here and uh you know they just hung in there for a long time you know
1: well i mean Pittman is a guy that's not really getting paid compared to other SEC coaches. Yeah, he's never been a head coach before, but he still doesn't seem like the guy. Like, and his thing's like, oh, he's, he's he's pretty good not having to ask him for $10 million a year or something. As it comes along, more money for them. Keep them and keep winning. Exactly.
0: So, has everybody signed up for the uh, fantasy league yet? How's that? How's that working out?
1: Yeah, that's what I asked. I mean, guys, you all should sign up. Listeners, please. You know, we've got some got maybe half the league field. Uh, yeah, I would say half the league field, but we need we need some more. So
0: Okay. Well, you know, it's we not too late. Right.
1: No, I haven't played yet. I mean, we could draft. Players.
0: And listen, you, you, you're going to win some stuff. You know, I think... Uh, I think that's that's the thing, you know. We got the uh, thirty dollar first place prize, and then we got the T shirts. So I know we've been telling you guys it's coming. We're going to let you know what the first place prize was, but I think thirty bucks in your pocket for a free, you know, fantasy league—that's not
1: too bad. No, yeah, it's free. I mean, we're making it free, so we're cut. making sure it's taken care of. So you just got to focus on having fun. No lose, just fun. It's just a fun situation. Mm-hmm. Or a second place
0: it's, t-shirt. I mean, that's not bad either.
1: No, I'm free. I love free t-shirts. I'll take a free t-shirt anytime. So, I don't know why you wouldn't.
0: Oh, I love them. I definitely take <laughs> one. I got one Especially, coming in the mail. Oh, I just yeah. bought a new yeah. uh, Arkansas Hog Call Podcast t-shirt, which we got on our website. You just go there and click it. and You know, we get just a little bit of money, not much. I basically made it. I was like, if I can like make a dollar off of this shirt, that'd be cool. But what would be cooler is if people bought it and wore it. So, <laughs> so you guys should go get one. I mean, it's pretty cool. Uh, I think it's pretty cool graphic design and stuff. I think it, uh, it has a neat look. This is my second, my second one. I bought one last year. Got one again this year. So I'll let you know what the difference is when it comes in because this one I got this time is the fancy t-shirt i went ahead and paid the uh what was it twenty three dollars or twenty i think with tax it's like seven dollars almost thirty bucks but um uh, it's supposed to be the nicer the nicer t-shirt but i got the cheapest one the last time and i'll tell you that was a really good t-shirt i mean it was a nice it was like a hanes t-shirt but it was a really like good thick material I don't know. Sometimes, sometimes I don't care for those real light T-shirts. You know, sometimes I want a nice, thick, heavy T-shirt. You know.
1: Yeah. Yeah, not every T-shirt is created equal. Uh, some of the soft ones I really like, and sometimes you don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sometimes you're not feeling that. I don't know. That's true. I'm not, I'm not looking forward to getting talking about the picks because I was uh, calculating and you just kick my ass again, man.
0: Well, what, is, what does it look like? What do the picks look like?
1: Well, I'm still figuring out the last of mine, but my gosh. look <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. And I'll see. Ah, well, yeah. Well, you went eight and three and I went seven and four. That's not bad. So, that's a... Uh, so now you're uh, you're twenty two and seven. That's really good. And man, nineteen and ten. That's not very good. Yeah, somebody should take take your picks if they live in, if you're listening in Vegas or one of the legal sports sports casinos. You should take you should go over there. Bet Chad's picks is every week. I mean, when <laughs> I mean, you got. You could say, well, I mean, that's good. Twenty two and is really good eight and three these solid weeks, ten and three last week. And some of these games got cancelled or we would have more. Like the Houston Baylor game got cancelled, but Yeah. I was I mean, you had, like like Marshall beating App State, I mean at App State. You had that upset. That uh, But in an Yeah. And then uh Oh
0: wait, no, Marshall's eight. not Mac because they're Ohio yeah. State uh, well, Ohio University—not Ohio State—but Ohio University Bobcats—they were like our rivals, right? So, but I think they got moved to a different conference, right? I don't think Marshall's in the MAC anymore.
1: Conference USA.
0: Yep. Yeah. So. I thought.
1: Yeah. Definitely. I like the Conference USA. It's a weird, weird group.
0: Well, they always play. They always play Ohio University hard every year. So yeah.
1: they're—I mean, they're—they're they're tough.
0: <laughs> They've rebuilt a really good team there, man. Yeah,
1: that's like I always like. I can't root against them, you know, because of what happened.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm happy for any success they have rebuilding.
0: So, are we doing picks?
1: Yeah, after yeah. I kind of have to blitz them up. What's that all about? You know, you know what? I mean, I'm down, I'm down, what? <laughs> quite a bit. Really, not as much as I thought. Yeah. That's quite a bit, you know. Yeah. It, it, it can. Four picks.
0: You never know, man. It can vacillate. I could just
1: go on a losing streak. As soon as we start telling people to go to Vegas with your picks, they're going to do so it. Somebody
0: going to sue us.
1: Nah, surely not. Wouldn't. I, I mean, wouldn't put
0: it past them. Go. We already had lawyers call us once for a little, old, you know, podcast.
1: <laughs> Goodness gracious.
0: That stepped like a quarter of one of our years. <laughs> yes.
1: That was yeah, the start like of
0: 2020.
1: That. Everybody, like everyone, 2020 it was crazy. This know, has been a crazy. Year. That started. That was. That was even before all. That was one of the first things to happen.
0: I know. I should have known it was going to get insane after the Beatles sued us.
1: The Beatles. <laughs> <sighs> all right. I mean, and I, oh, Damn, I love the Beatles, but that it's hurts. probably Yoko. You know what? I should blame it. It was yoga. How do we not? I thought of it. Just gotta let it be. to let that one sit there. That's a, that's a good one. Alright, what we got here? Kansas State at Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Yeah. Um. Florida at all this.
0: Florida. The
1: Gators there, too.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Kentucky, Auburn.
0: Auburn. I'll
1: we'll go Kentucky.
0: Man, these first week SEC matchups just feel kind of mean. <laughs>
1: <laughs> how, how the hell is Kentucky ranked 23rd still? What? Ain't gonna last. Got Got more to pick from it Uh, Louisville, Pittsburgh. Louisville. Oh man. I think I might ride Pittsburgh again. Got me winning last week. All right. Uh, Georgia Tech, Syracuse. Hmm. I'm gonna go Georgia Tech. Let's see. I'll go Georgia Tech
0: myself. Uh, I always put too much faith in Georgia Tech, though, just because I, I used to like
1: them. <laughs> I, I liked them when they—I for when they had a—they uh, were running the, you know, Is that wishbone I, Yeah, the wishbone. <laughs> but goodness gracious, though. Like, Um, Iowa State, TCU. Oh, man. Sorry, I'm even thinking that.
0: Um, Iowa State.
1: I'll go. I'll go TCU. Um, Mississippi State, LSU. LSU. Yeah, I'll go LSU. Uh, Texas, Texas Tech. Texas Tech. I hate Texas,
0: man. Uh, I wouldn't pick them if I thought they'd win. (laughs)
1: Like that, I'm not going against you. Uh, ooh, Army Cincinnati. That's a good matchup. Cincy. Okay, I'll go Army. Cincinnati is good though. Uh, Let's see here. Alabama, Missouri.
0: (laughs) Alabama.
1: (laughs) What? They They should just mark me down. For Mizzou.
0: No, Bama, man, Bama. them so much.
1: Vanderbilt at A&M. Uh, A&M?
0: Yeah,
1: me too. Boy, these matchups suck. Florida State-Miami.
0: Mm, Miami. Florida State is going to get hammered again.
1: Good. Nobody likes Florida State. I mean,
0: you think Miami still got that pick chain or whatever that was?
1: Turnover chain. I, I don't know, I, I don't remember seeing it last weekend watching their game against Lugo. Uh, Tennessee at South Carolina.
0: South Carolina.
1: So I'll go Tennessee. I like that South Carolina pick. But, uh, <laughs> Tulsa, no, that's postponed, right? Covid. <laughs> 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 All right, I guess uh, NC State, uh, Virginia Tech, couldn't end. I didn't know I was in here, so Just picking.
0: Uh, NC State's been on the up and coming lately, so I'm gonna pick them to win that.
1: Okay, I guess I'll go Virginia Tech. We picked a lot different. I said they were not a lot of games, not really SEC ones, though. They're. Forward to coming back me in the first place this time next.
0: Yeah, I hope so, man. I just enjoy guessing. <sighs> well
1: nope.
0: do we got anything else or
1: that pretty much does it.
0: Well I guess we just knock that podcast out.
1: Let's uh repeat this Homer pick. These are the Homer picks. You had twenty-one seventeen. I had forty-one twenty-four. <laughs> Hope that happens. That's how. That's exactly. You described it perfectly, though.
0: Well, you know I'm what's going to happen.
1: I'm thinking about a pork butter right now. Just ready for well, the hogs.
0: What are you going to barbecue for the game?
1: Um, I'm not sure. Uh, I think we might have some lasagna going. Oh, that's good. Oh, I really want spark too. I could do both. for lunch, you
0: know. I think I'll make Just pulled ribs. pork. Oh, yeah. For this game, and then I'm gonna take it and and shred it and put it in uh, <laughs> egg rolls. Oh yeah. With coleslaw. Yeah. Yeah. That good. And then I'm gonna dip that in barbecue sauce and eat them. Think that's what I'll do
1: well, that sounds amazing
0: Does't that sound good that's That it.
1: sounds That sounds really good
0: Let call that redneck egg rolls
1: sounds so delicious though
0: Man. would be tasty All right well I guess that's it Woo, Peek Suey go hogs.